Welcome to the ParkCast series, episode 65, Early Childhood Maltreatment, Intervention Effectiveness. The ParkCast series brings evidence-informed child welfare practice to life by highlighting literature reviews from the Particle Archive. This episode provides child welfare practitioners with an overview of evidence-based programs for infants and young children who have experienced maltreatment. Introduction. In Canada, approximately 26% of all child maltreatment investigations involve young children between the ages of 0 and 3. Maltreatment is defined as harmful acts towards a child and or failure to provide a supportive and developmentally appropriate environment that promotes emotional, physical, and social growth. Common types of maltreatment experienced by young children include neglect, exposure to intimate partner violence, physical abuse, and substance exposure. Maltreatment experienced in early childhood is associated with many developmental risks that may affect children's cognitive, language, and socio-emotional development, as well as their physical health. Specific forms of maltreatment, such as substance exposure in utero and abusive head trauma, may also have health and developmental consequences for young children. For further research on early childhood maltreatment, including factors associated with maltreatment in infancy and associated developmental impact, refer to other research reviews and podcast episodes in the Infants and Early Childhood Maltreatment Particle Series. This review will discuss the research evidence on programs that target maltreatment risk and promote positive outcomes for young children of families both in child welfare and community settings. These programs are predominantly developed for and researched with children between the ages of 0 and 6. Despite shared goals, these programs may differ from one another in terms of service providers, like social workers or nurses, eligibility criteria, the frequency and intensity of home visits or sessions, and or curriculum content. Note that many of these programs can both prevent early childhood maltreatment as well as target the associated developmental impacts simultaneously. However, some programs specifically aim to prevent maltreatment, while prevention is considered a secondary outcome for other programs. Each program in this review is described accordingly. Research question. The following research question guides the remainder of this review. Which interventions effectively prevent early childhood maltreatment and promote positive child development for young children who are at risk of maltreatment? Methods matter. This is an effectiveness question, a type of question focused on determining the effect of a program, treatment, or approach. Randomized control trials, systematic reviews, and meta-analyses are appropriate to answer effectiveness questions. Studies using non-randomized designs like longitudinal, cross-sectional, or quasi-experimental studies are not appropriate. Preventing early childhood maltreatment and promoting positive child development. FAQs. What programs are effective in reducing the occurrence of maltreatment in early childhood? Are these programs helpful for infants and young children who have previously experienced maltreatment and or are at continued risk of maltreatment? There are many programs that aim to prevent early childhood maltreatment and promote positive development. These programs have been designed to support marginalized families of young children who may be involved in child welfare services and or have young children who are at risk of maltreatment or other adversities. 
The programs that will be discussed in this section include Safe Care, The Incredible Years, The Nurse Family Partnership Program, Attachment and Biobehavioral Catch-Up, ABC, and the Triple V Parenting Intervention. These programs are addressed in order of their California Evidence-Based Clearinghouse, or CEBC, scientific rating. The purpose of the CEBC scientific rating scale is to evaluate programs based on their available evidence, wherein a lower score indicates a greater level of research support. For the purpose of this review, only programs with the following CEBC scientific ratings will be discussed. Level 1, that is programs that are well supported by research evidence. These programs have at least two rigorous RCTs with non-overlapping analytic samples that were carried out in the usual care or practice settings and have found the program to be superior to an appropriate comparison program. In at least one of these RCTs, the program has been shown to have a sustained effect of at least one year beyond the end of treatment when compared to a control group. And level two, CEBC rating. These are programs that are supported by research evidence. They have at least one rigorous RCT in a usual care or practice setting that have found the program to be superior to an appropriate comparison group. In that RCT, the program has been shown to have a sustained effect of at least six months beyond the end of treatment when compared to a control group. Nurse Family Partnership A common early childhood maltreatment program is the Nurse Family Partnership Program, NFP. The primary goal of this program is for registered nurses to assist parents in establishing a nurturing parenting style, typically during pregnancy, to when the child reaches two years of age. Other goals include improving pregnancy outcomes, improving child health and development through enhancing responsible and competent parenting, and to assist parents in planning for their future, like education and subsequent pregnancies. Studies evaluating the effectiveness of NFP have found conflicting results. Some studies found no differences between those receiving NFP and those who did not. While other RCTs found positive effects associated with NFP, which included reductions in postnatal depression, improvements in self-reported experiences of the parental role, increased secure attachment, and significant improvement in internalizing and externalizing behaviors among young children. One consistent finding, however, was that NFP often resulted in lower rates of involvement with child protection and fewer days in care, as measured by CPS reports. Despite some conflicting results, the CEBC rates NFP as level one program to address child well-being in the prevention of child abuse and neglect. NFP in Canada. The Nurse Family Partnership Program was piloted in Hamilton, Ontario in the early 2000s. A qualitative analysis was later conducted to explore the women's experiences of the program. The women who participated in the study shared positive experiences with their nurses, indicating that they were reliable, consistent, and non-judgmental, and that they helped them to feel less socially isolated. Additionally, women shared that the NFP made them better parents. While a qualitative analysis cannot be considered a source of evidence on whether a program is effective or not, These findings provide insight into the experiences of some women who participated in the program. The Incredible Years The Incredible Years is a series of programs for parents, children, and teachers designed to promote emotional and social competence in addition to preventing, reducing, and treating emotional and behavioral concerns in young, at-risk children. 
The parenting programs are grouped into categories based on the child's age. Babies, which is 0 to 12 months, toddlers, which is 1 to 3 years, and preschoolers, which is 3 to 6 years. These programs focus on strengthening parenting competencies and fostering parent involvement with the aim of improving parent-child interactions and building secure attachment. One meta-analysis found that the Incredible Years Parenting Program was effective at decreasing disruptive child behavior and increasing pro-social behavior in children between the ages of 3 and 9. Further, the Incredible Years Program has been linked to more positive, consistent, and less critical caregiver practices. The Incredible Years has been evaluated in a myriad of settings and countries and has been given a rating of Level 1 by the CEBC to address disruptive behavior and prevent child abuse and neglect. It is important to note that these studies use parent self-report measures to assess outcomes, which increases the potential for social desirability bias. While other methods of measuring improved parenting practices would be preferred, the use of meta-analyses and RCTs are still strong methodologies, and self-report measures do not discredit the effectiveness of incredible years as a whole. Safe Care Safe Care is a home-based parenting program for high-risk families with children between the ages of 0 and 5. The primary aim of this program is to prevent the occurrence of child maltreatment. Through approximately 18 to 20 weekly sessions, caregivers are taught, one, how to interact positively with their child, plan activities, and respond appropriately to challenging child behaviors, two, recognize hazards in the home environment, three, recognize and respond to illnesses and injuries, and four, learn how to keep good health records. While many RCTs have studied the effectiveness of safe care over the years, only one met the CEBC Scientific Rating Scale inclusion criteria. This study examined recidivism reduction among parents with a history of maltreatment and found that safe care was effective in preventing recidivism, as measured by the collection of the past and future Child Protective Service reports. The additional RCTs did not meet inclusion criteria as they only examined one module of the safe care program and did not focus on the program as a whole. The CEBC evaluated safe care scientific rating as a level 2 in regards to the following topic areas, home visiting programs, interventions, parent training programs, and the prevention of child abuse and neglect. Triple P Parenting Intervention The Triple P Parenting Intervention seeks to enhance parental competence and child social and behavioral well-being in families with children ages 0 to 16. In addition, a secondary aim of Triple P is to prevent maltreatment. There are five levels of Triple P which include Level 1, a community-based media campaign and distribution strategy related to positive parenting. Level 2, parents attend low-intensity seminars or single-session meetings. Level 3, parents attend one to four sessions focused on identifying and resolving specific childhood behavioral problems. Level 4, Parents attend 8-10 to 10 sessions in which more in-depth strategies are provided for improving family functioning and parent-child relationships. These interventions can address moderate to severe behavior problems in children. And Level 5. Further support is provided for parents with specific risk factors, such as families that are at risk for child maltreatment, families experiencing separation or divorce, or for parents who have continuing needs following a Level 4 intervention. 
Multiple studies, including systematic reviews, meta-analyses, and RCTs have found positive effects on social, emotional, and behavioral outcomes in children. In addition to some decreases in investigated and substantiated reports of child maltreatment and child out-of-home placements in children who participated in the Triple P intervention. Social, emotional, and behavioral outcomes are often measured using two caregiver-completed questionnaires, the IBERG Child Behavior Questionnaire, ECBI, and the Child Behavior Checklist, the CBCL. Only one RCT could be located that examined whether Triple P decreased substantiated reports of child maltreatment in children under the age of 8. This study found that after implementing Triple P, there were fewer cases of child maltreatment and out-of-home placements, in addition to fewer maltreatment injuries. These outcomes were measured by Child Protective Services staff, the foster care system, and medical staff for maltreatment-related injuries. Further, Triple P has also been found to produce positive effects on parental outcomes. For example, one systematic review and meta-analysis found that all levels of Triple P increased warm and supportive parenting practices, parenting satisfaction and efficacy, parental adjustment, and the parent-child relationship. However, some of the studies included in these meta-analyses were not RCTs, as RCTs are considered the gold standard when interpreting the effectiveness of a program it is important to interpret these results with caution. That being said, many RCTs have found evidence to support Triple P as an early childhood intervention. The CEBC system rates Triple P all levels of the program as a level 2 program to support parent training and the prevention of child abuse and neglect, while level 4 Triple P is considered a level 1 program that supports parent training in the context of disruptive behaviors in children and adolescents. Attachment and Biobehavioral Catch-Up, ABC. The ABC intervention is a 10-week in-home program for families with children who have experienced early adversities and are between the ages of 6 months and 2 years old. The aim of this intervention is to enhance maternal sensitivity and increase caregiver responses to child signals through in-the-moment coaching to caregivers. ABC addresses three behaviors among high-risk caregivers, including 1. Providing nurturing care when their child is distressed, two, following their child's lead, and three, behaving in ways that are not frightening to the child. The intervention also targets the need for secure, organized attachments and biological regulation for young children. The ABC intervention has been adapted to meet the needs of various populations, including children living with high risk birth parents, children living with foster parents, toddlers, and adopted children. There is strong evidence to suggest that ABC is effective in improving many facets of child development. Findings from multiple RCTs in one systematic review have indicated that the ABC intervention is effective in improving secure attachments between caregivers and young children, as measured by the strange situation procedure. Additional findings include normalizing children's cortisol production and improving the child's ability to regulate emotions. In addition, research has found that ABC improves caregiver sensitivity and their ability to follow the child's lead. The CEBC rates ABC as a level one program for supporting child well-being and infant and toddler mental health. It does not have research support for the prevention of child abuse and neglect. At this time, ABC is predominantly implemented in the United States. However, more international trainings are being continuously offered. Additional programs. 
There are many other programs that may prevent and treat maltreatment in early childhood, but do not yet have enough research evidence available to determine whether they are effective. The following table outlines programs with limited research evidence and or programs who do have evidence but that are not currently available in Canada. Child-Parent Psychotherapy, which was developed for children ages 0 to 5 who have experienced trauma and for their caregivers. It is supported by research evidence as a trauma and mental health treatment for young children. Early Head Start, which is developed for low-income families and is a center and home-based program that provides parenting, educational, nutritional, health, and social services to families of infants and toddlers. This program shows promising early research evidence. Early On Centers For families and their children from birth to six years old, These are centers in Ontario that provide programs that help strengthen adult-child relationships, support parent education, and foster healthy child development. More research is needed on these programs. Healthy Babies, Healthy Children This program is developed for families during the prenatal period up to three years of age. It's a free home visiting program in Canada that supports families in having healthy pregnancies, developing positive relationships with their child, supporting growth and development, and connecting families to resources in the communities. More research is needed on this program. Promoting First Relationships. This has been developed for families of children under the age of three. This program has some promising early research evidence. Safe Environment for Every Child, or SEEK, S-E-E-K. This program is well supported by research in the USA. It's not widely used around the world, however. Watch, Wait, and Wonder. This is a program for children aged 0 to 4 and their caregivers. The focus is on strengthening the attachment relationship between caregivers and children in order to improve the child's self-regulating abilities and sense of efficacy, in addition to caregiver sensitivity, using infant-led play strategies. This program shows promising early research evidence. Thinking Critically Which programs, if any, are available in your community that aim to prevent early childhood maltreatment and or improve child well-being and development? Have these programs been evaluated? Are any of these programs discussed above? Practice considerations. Certain programs demonstrate strong evidence for preventing maltreatment and promoting positive development in young children who are at risk of maltreatment. However, there is much more to learn in this field. The following recommendations have been developed to guide professionals working with families of infants and young children, in addition to supervisors and upper management. Become familiar with the available programs. Stay up to date with information on the available programs for families of infants and young children at your agency and in the community. Involve fathers when possible. Many programs in the research literature do not involve paternal caregivers. Fathers may benefit from these programs by receiving positive direct engagement activities to promote child development, learning how to respond warmly and responsibly to their child while providing indirect care, and supporting the mother to participate in decision-making regarding the child. Consider barriers to engagement. Many caregivers may be hesitant or unable to engage in programs due to many factors like fear, stigma, inaccessibility, and other reasons. Consider ways in which caregivers can effectively be engaged and work together to overcome barriers. 
Use reflective supervision practices. With a supervisor, explore thoughts, experiences, and feelings associated with providing services to families with young children when faced with challenging cases. This can help professionals in their decision-making and problem-solving abilities, while also providing emotional support to help manage stress levels. Refer to the California Evidence-Based Clearinghouse website, CEBC. This website contains information on studies that address the effectiveness of various programs in the child welfare sector. Continuously use the CEBC before adopting new programs or adapting current programs in your agency. Thinking critically. The bulk of research on programs for early childhood maltreatment is focused on maternal caregivers. How could you adapt these programs to include other caregivers such as fathers, foster parents, grandparents, or adoptive parents? Conclusion. This particle reviewed the available literature on programs aimed at preventing early childhood maltreatment and or improving child well-being in children at risk for maltreatment. The programs that were discussed as having strong evidence for maltreatment prevention and or positive child development included the Nurse Family Partnership Program, Incredible Years, Safe Care, Attachment and Biobehavioral Catch-Up, and the Triple P Parenting Intervention. Recommendations for professionals supporting infants and young children in the child welfare context include becoming familiar with local programs, involving fathers when possible, addressing barriers to engagement, using reflective supervision practices, and utilizing the CEBC continuously. While the research is on available programs for families of young children at risk of maltreatment or who have already experienced maltreatment, is relatively robust. Further research can aid in the development and refinement of future and current practices. You have been listening to the Parkcast series, episode 65, Early Childhood Maltreatment, Intervention Effectiveness. The Parkcast series is produced by Practice and Research Together, a Canadian membership-based organization that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For more information and to access resources, please visit www.partcanada.org.